Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to introduce a new sponsor to the podcast. Hillsdale College has been a longtime sponsor of the broadcast. And for the new year, they've graciously agreed to exclusively sponsor the first hour or segment of the podcast. I believe deeply in the principles and mission of Hillsdale College, which I share with you during the upcoming segment. My thanks and appreciation to Hillsdale College for their long partnership with the show. And now, the podcast. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Well, wow. Wow, there's a report out there, like so many others, without one scintilla of evidence, that Michael Cohen has told Mueller's prosecutors, a.k.a. liberal Democrats, a.k.a. Democrat donors, a.k.a. in a few cases, Corrupt, like Andrew Weissman, that he was told by the President of the United States that if he testifies before Congress about this Russia matter involving a potential development in Russia, he's to lie. And we're going to walk through this because people want you to think this is Watergate. And I'm sure we're going to hear from John Dean, who can't even practice law anymore. Or maybe that fat slob, Carl Bernstein, maybe we'll hear from him. And hopefully he blew his nose before he goes on TV. Sure, they'll bring in the old crowd, former Watergate prosecutors. There's only one problem with this, folks. We don't have any information. And this is what's going on with the media today. And this is what's going on in the country today. There's always a shoe dropping like we're a centipede. Why not? Look at this. If this, if this is it, you know, we're going to impeach him. Now, the Atlantic, a left-wing rag, they called for the impeachment of the president yesterday, even before this. But before we delve into it, as only I can, and I hope you'll stick with us on this wonderful Friday. If, in fact, BuzzFeed, remember, this is the same BuzzFeed that put out the dossier. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The same BuzzFeed that put out a transcription of the dossier. That held up pretty well, didn't it? Now, stick with me here. I'm going to address this in a different way. If, in fact, either of these so-called reporters for BuzzFeed saw documents, one claims he did, and had other information read to him. Now, where would those documents be, ladies and gentlemen? They would be with Mr. Mueller and his people in Mueller's office. Why am I the only one in the whole country to bring this up? Now, if you are a U.S. attorney, and you or your people are leaking investigative information to the media as the FBI has now found out this is a crime right Mr. McCabe right Mr. Baker right Mr. Stroke right Ms. Page 
Now, I'm calling on the Acting Attorney General of the United States, Mr. Whitaker, and the Deputy Attorney General of the United States, Mr. Rosenstein, to start a leak investigation in Mr. Mueller's office because I've been watching and listening to the press all afternoon long, which is very painful, I might add. It's like liberal porn. They're just out there doing what they do. So I'm calling on the United States Justice Department to immediately open a leak investigation in Mr. Mueller's office because if this BuzzFeed story is true, a bombshell, then we have criminal violations coming out of Mr. Mueller's office. Was it Mr. Mueller? Was it Mr. Weissman? Who was it in Mr. Mueller's office who leaked to BuzzFeed? Who showed them documents? Who read documents to them? Two investigators, it says. Were the FBI agents working for Mr. Mueller? Well, who else would have this information, ladies and gentlemen? Mr. Producer, who else would have this information? Nobody. So these two, I mean reporters, they just fingered the Mueller office. His investigators. One more time. So the backbenchers can repeat it on Monday and say, see what I said? I am saying that Mr. Whitaker and Mr. Rosenstein and the director of the FBI must now trigger a leak investigation, find who the criminals are in Mr. Mueller's office, if it's not Mr. Mueller himself. What access to this information, if it exists, but it must, right? And prosecute them. We cannot have federal prosecutors or federal investigators leaking. We know this in Mr. McCabe's case and the rest of them. We cannot have it. So that's the first point I would make. That there must be a leak investigation into Mr. Mueller's office. Of course, you won't hear it on CNN or MSLSD or certain programs on cable. Boy, I have to bite my tongue to talk about not talk about some of these people. But anyway, there's a piece at CNN by Oliver Darcy. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. Jason Leopold and Anthony Cormier, two reporters for BuzzFeed News, may have just scored the scoop that if it's ultimately confirmed, irrevocably changes the course of the Trump presidency. How do I know? Because Oliver Darcy told me so. If so, it will represent for Leopold the apex of a comeback from a troubled personal and professional past. What? On Thursday evening, the duo published a bombshell. A report that President Trump personally directed Michael Cohen, his former attorney, to lie to Congress about the Moscow Trump Tower project. No more collusion now. Just something else to grab onto. If this story is accurate, I think this is the third time he said so. Let's stop right there. What are news organizations doing hyping a story and then saying if it's accurate? Have you ever heard of news like this, Rich? I, I've never heard anything like this. If the story's accurate and it's a headline everywhere. Oh, my God. That's an impeachable offense. The Democrats swarming like locusts. Yeah, 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 that's a big, yeah, 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 yeah. Already planning on impeachment. If the story is accurate, 
Well, shouldn't you withhold reporting on it until you can confirm if it is accurate? If the story is accurate, it means Trump asked Cohen to commit perjury. Now, who's Cohen? Cohen is a confessed felon. Pled guilty, multiple felony counts. He's going to be serving a three-year federal prison sentence. With a cellmate named Bruce, I'm sure. And look, just look as I walk through the. And the media believe Cohen. And the Democrats believe Cohen. Now, Cohen didn't leak. Somebody in Mr. Mueller's office leaked. Because now CNN says, hey, they have texts, they have emails, they may have this, they may have that. Uh, well, who would know? Who is they? Who are they? Mueller's office. Wow. So Mueller's office is leaking. You have to be Helen Keller not to see this over there at the FBI and the Department of Justice. Pay attention to what I'm telling you over at the Justice Department and the FBI. What the hell's wrong with you? What's wrong with those people over there? Well, anyway, let's continue on the if the story is accurate. Since it was published, the story has dominated cable news and caught the eye of congressional Democrats. Usually does. In a tweet, House Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler said his committee would get to the bottom of it. Get to the bottom of what? So you're going to interfere with the Mueller investigation. Leopold and Comier, what is this, like Sacco and Vansetti, have broken a number of major stories on Trump Tower in Russia that have proven true. What major stories that have mattered to anybody about anything? But the intense attention to their latest scoop has also resurfaced Leopold's checkered past. BuzzFeed News reporter Jason Leopold in 2016 He's a former Los Angeles Times, Dow Jones, and Vice News reporter who's been at BuzzFeed since 2017, was involved in several major scandals that called into question the veracity of his reporting during George W. Bush's presidency. So why are you citing him? Now see how this works? The media run with the story, and then they say, oh, by the way, the guy can't be trusted. But look at the story, look at the story, look at the headline, if it's true. If it's true, my God, look what we have here, if it's true. In 2002, Salon.com, which is a left-wing crackpot site, removed a story Leopold had written as a freelancer for the site. Salon said that as it investigated a piece he wrote about Enron, including an allegation of plagiarism against him, Leopold distributed an account of events that was riddled with inaccuracies and misrepresentations. Even with the plagiarism? I mean, that takes some work. Ultimately, Salon said it reluctantly had to conclude Leopold's piece carried an instance of plagiarism despite his strong denials. Geez, they better not look at this industry. People are plagiarizing me left and right, Mr. Producer. After this scandal, Leopold wrote a book in which he said he had engaged in lying, cheating, and backstabbing in his life. Battle mental illness and struggle with substance abuse. I have a checkered past, and I was hoping that by coming clean about my own past, it would allow me to move forward, Leopold wrote, according to a 2005 article in the Washington Post. But in 2006, Leopold found himself 
again, in controversy. He reported for truthout.org that then-top White House aide Karl Rove had told then-President Bush and other administration officials that he was going to be indicted in relation to the Valerie Plame affair. Leopold cited, quote, people knowledgeable about these discussions, unquote, and reported Rove's indictment is imminent. But Rove was never indicted. A 2015 profile of Leopold in the New York Slimes noted that he's been through a series of scandals. But the Times also noted Leopold was able to make a comeback by breaking stories uncovered through the submission of Freedom of Act information requests. He earned the nickname feared in his Twitter profile of the FOIA terrorist. Sounds like a putz to me, actually. I love the score, he told the Times, so maybe there's this druggish thing in me that still exists. Maybe that was always part of my personality. I love the score. I love the score, particularly when it's from the government. I just got you to give me your own documents, you know. A speech lesson might help. Sounds illiterate. Leopold joined Vice News in 2014, and in 2017 was hired by BuzzFeed News, where he and Cormier have led reporting on the Trump Tower Moscow project. In 2018, he was a finalist for a 2018 Pulitzer Prize in international reporting for a story the committee described as stunning probe across two continents that proved that operatives with apparent ties to Vladimir Putin had engaged in a targeting campaign against his perceived enemies on British and American soil. Wasn't that everywhere? And it goes on about his uh, magnificent reporting. And, of course, uh, BuzzFeed stands behind him. They damn well better. Folks, don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. People are pounding away, pounding away. These stories, they they come out of left field. They're just endless. It's like machine gun journalism. When journalists are running stories saying, if the story is true, that's truly pathetic. Now, more on this when I return. Mark Lovin. Have you ever thought about the word education? It means to lead forth. Now, let me tell you about a place that leads forth. Hillsdale College. At Hillsdale, students are challenged to discover the right way forth by reading the greatest books by the greatest minds in history. And they learn the meaning of the three ultimate and related things, the good, the true, and the beautiful. Now, unfortunately, many of our nation's other colleges have lost their way. Locked in the grip of political correctness, they no longer allow free and open discourse. Rejecting the idea of objective truth, they peddle moral and cultural relativism. But as we begin a new year, we can be thankful that none of this applies to Hillsdale College. For almost two centuries, Hillsdale has remained true to its original mission, to provide sound learning of the kind essential to preserving civil and religious liberty and intelligent piety. As Hillsdale enters its 175th year, it remains committed to offering its students the very best liberal arts education in the land, as well as to extending its mission nationwide through its many outreach efforts on behalf of liberty. These include free online courses, the publication of its Free Speech Digest and Primus, its Kirby Center for Constitutional Studies and Citizenship in Washington, D.C., and its Barney Charter School Initiative, which is helping to establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. This is Hillsdale College. Please visit Hillsdale. Go to hillsdale.edu to learn more. That's hillsdale.edu.
If the story is true, you know. And the media run with a if the story is true story. And if the story is true, we have leaks coming out of the uh, Mueller operation. Not some other office, his operation. And the Justice Department must oversee the special counsel's office. That's the way it's supposed to work. And Rosenstein sits there with his thumb up his nose. Does no damn thing about it. But Whitaker, you're now the acting attorney general. If these two reporters are telling the truth, at least one of them, the head case, if the head case is telling the truth, then you have, uh, then you have plenty of information to begin conducting uh, lie detector tests and other forms of uh, investigatory activity with respect to the Mueller office. I'm quite serious about this. Uh, as a footnote, um, I keep hearing the media, all media, even our friends in the media, that tomorrow marks 28 days of a government shutdown. First of all, the vast majority of the government is open, as I have to keep repeating. Secondly, as I also have to keep repeating, government shutdown, they keep <laughs> including weekends and holidays. So we've calculated, out of this 28 days, 11 days, weekends, Christmas, New Year's Day, snow day, last Monday, and this coming Monday is Martin Luther King's birthday. We're all supposed to be celebrating this. And yet, as we celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday, and the federal government is in its entirety, except for essential employees, shut down, they're going to blame Trump for a government shutdown. So they can't even be honest about this. The truth is, 17 days, 17 weekdays where government employees are supposed to be working. Not the weekends, not national holidays, not Martin Luther King's birthday, not Christmas, not New Year's Eve day, not snow days. 17 days. But they want you to think, oh my God, it's been 28 days. 28 days, what are we going to do? It's a three-day weekend coming up, ladies and gentlemen. As I speak, it's approximately 6.28 p.m. on the East Coast. Nobody's in their offices. Nobody. That's why for years I've said it's the weekend, so the government is shut down. But they're actually counting the weekends and these holidays, including the upcoming one, federal holiday on Monday, Martin Luther King's birthday, as a shutdown. Not as a holiday. I hear it from all the reporters, regardless of the cable channel. It's a farce. Now, I don't have enough time. When we come back, we're going to hear from Anthony Cormier, a BuzzFeed reporter. I'm sure he's very proud of that. Jason Leopold, he's the head case. He's a BuzzFeed reporter. And this is the story that, if it's true, if it's true, the Democrats and the media say, the president could be impeached. And I'm saying if it's true that Mr. Mueller and his gang of liberal donating Democrats must be investigated as part of a leak investigation. This is the way the Justice Department used to work. Apparently it doesn't work that way anymore. I'll be right back. Our nation's oldest colleges were founded to teach students to seek truth, recognize what is beautiful, and hold up what is good. But the vast majority of them have abandoned their missions. 
Locked in the grip of political correctness, they no longer allow free and open discourse. Rejecting the idea of objective truth, they peddle moral and cultural relativism. Thankfully, none of this applies to Hillsdale College. For almost two centuries, Hillsdale has remained true to its original mission, to provide sound learning of the kind essential to preserving civil and religious liberty and intelligent piety. As Hillsdale enters its 175th year, it remains committed to offering its students the very best liberal arts education in the land, as well as to extending its mission nationwide through its many outreach efforts on behalf of liberty. These include free online courses, the publication of its Free Speech Digest and Primus, its Kirby Center for Constitutional Studies and Citizenship in Washington, D.C., and its Barney Charter School Initiative, which is helping to establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide. Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844, this is Hillsdale College. Please visit hillsdale.edu to learn more. That's hillsdale.edu. Hillsdale.edu. In the voice the liberals want to silence. But you can talk to Mark at 877-381-3811. Yes, some left-wing uh, study. I'm the most, um, what did they say? That doesn't really matter. Incendiary voice in broadcasting. No, I'm not. Just call it like I see it. Strikes and balls. Now, we have a wonderful show coming up this Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can watch it after football. You can tape it if you want, if you need to go to bed. But by all means, watch it, because I'm having Kurt Schilling on, the great pitcher who should be in the Hall of Fame, a conservative. He has some very, very interesting things to say. I know his enemies will be watching, but I hope you'll be watching, too. It's 10 p.m. Eastern time, Life, Liberty, and Levin. I'll be interviewing Kurt Schilling. There's no show like it on TV. I don't do a Sunday show that's like the regular shows uh, on cable. It is the only long-form interview show on cable TV. And I'm doing it because you're in the audience. If it turns out that you're not interested and the ratings show it, I'm going to stop doing it. But I've got a lot of great guests lined up for, uh, for a few months, a few weeks, and then uh, months. So Kurt Schilling, 10 p.m. Eastern on Fox Nobody's ever sat down with him and talked to him for an hour, certainly not on TV. Why do we care, Mark? Because he's fascinating, and I want to present fascinating, interesting people to you from all walks of life. We have super-duper intellectuals. Sometimes we have members of Congress, depending on who they are and what I want to discuss with them. We have people in media. We have people from Hollywood, and we have people from sports, so uh, people from the military. So Kurt Schilling. It's going to be a terrific interview, 10 p.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Pacific this Sunday on Fox on Life, Liberty, and Levin. I hope you'll join us. So Anthony Cormier and Jason Leopold, the Sacron Van City of, uh, of BuzzFeed, they have a breaking story, if it's true. Now, we don't know if it's true because there are no names and no evidence which is really kind of basic for a news story, I would think, but not anymore. Here's Anthony Cormier, one of the two, we'll call him the Sacco of the Sacron Van setting, on CNN Today with Allison Camerata, a Democrat. Cut eight, go. I know that in the, the report you say that you have spoken, you have two law enforcement sources who tell you that they have seen evidence, texts, 
emails, a cache of other documents, maybe transcripts with other witnesses in Trump organization that Donald Trump pressured Michael Cohen to lie. He suborned perjury. Have you seen any of that other corroborating evidence? No, I've not seen it personally, but the folks that we've talked to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I've not seen it personally, but... You've not seen it personally? Now, in a court of law, ladies and gentlemen, you know what this is called? Hearsay. So somebody told them that they saw it from the original source. They have nothing to contribute, these reporters, if they didn't actually see it, hear it, smell it, read it themselves. So, Anthony Cormier, a BuzzFeed reporter, the Sacco of Sacco and Vansetti, tells Camarada, the Democrat at CNN, but they're all Democrats, DNC headquarters, that, uh, well, we haven't seen it, I didn't see it, but we talked to people who did see it, you know. Get off the stand, you idiot. Go ahead. Those that we've spoken to are uh, fully 100% read in uh, to that aspect of the special counsel. So we were fully, we were read into it. Uh, I didn't actually see it. Uh, but it was read to us. We were read in. So there, Mr. Whitaker, there, Mr. Rosenstein, if the story's true, there is somebody who's committed a felony. Now go find them. Go put a spy in the Mueller operation, much like you did the Trump camp. Check that out. Go ahead. Now we have Jason Leopold, the Vansetti of the Sacco Vansetti team at BuzzFeed. He's asked a question by somebody named Hallie Jackson. She's apparently at MSLSD. So, you know, CNN and MSNBC, they jump on this. If it's a story, we want to have it. If it's a story, we need breaking headlines. If it's a story, we got to talk about it for the next three days. If it's a story, we got to bring in our former federal prosecutors, former Watergate prosecutors. If it's a story, we need to talk to them. We need to bring in that fat guy. What's his name? Carl Bernstein. So he can go. (coughs) We need to hear from him. Let's hear what Jason Leopold. Now, CNN over there. Darcy, he just uh, he just laid out the background of Leopold. He's a great reporter, but for the fact that he's not always a great reporter, he contradicts Sacco. Vansetti contradicts Sacco. Cut nine, go. Your colleague, uh, who you wrote the story with, says that neither of you, when you talk about those documents, that you guys haven't actually seen them. You haven't seen the documents, the texts, the emails, etc. So how confident are you that they actually exist? Hallie, can you talk a little faster? Go ahead. True. I don't think that we said that we haven't seen them. Uh, uh, I don't think we said we haven't seen them. Just because my uh, colleague, Sacco Cor- Cormier, says that uh, we, we didn't see them that we were read into it by two people we 100% trust. I don't think we haven't seen them. Excuse me? Go ahead. Say that I'm very confident. uh, Your colleague said on CNN this morning that you were briefed on these documents by those law enforcement sources that you referenced. Can you clarify for me sort of what the status is of that? 
sure. We over the course of um, a year, we've we've reported pretty extensively. Yeah. Uh, on the Trump Moscow. Yeah, project. good job the uh, the Trump Moscow project. That was a hell of a hell of a job there. You really reported great. We didn't ask you about the uh, that specific piece of information. Go ahead. And we have been. We, we, I, I'll just say that we've, we've seen documents, we've been briefed on documents, we're, we're very confident uh, in our reporting. Well, now, hold on a second. I've seen documents too, Mr. Producer. Have you seen documents? I've got one in my hand. I've seen documents, I've been briefed on documents. We're very confident in our reporting. Okay. So we have aiding and abetting a felony right there. Well, what do you mean by that? You're a material witness. Your material witness. Now, if this were the Obama administration, they'd be rushing over there in a beeline to get a hold of Sacco and Vansetti. And uh, they'd be questioning them. And if they wouldn't cough up their sources, they might even send them to jail. At a minimum, they'd be wiretapped or somehow surveilled, they and their family members. Uh, are we going to do that over there, Justice Department? No, probably not. But they're very confident in their reporting. I'll just say that we've seen documents. We've been briefed on documents. Now, the other guy says we didn't actually read it. You know, it was read into us. So what are we to believe here, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. Except if it's a story. If it's a story. Anthony Comier, BuzzFeed reporter on CNN Today. Cut 10 again. Go. So how can you be certain today? I am rock solid. My sourcing on this goes beyond the two that are on the record. This 100% happened. I am the individual who confirmed and verified that it happened. I am, I, I am telling you that our sourcing goes beyond the two that I was able to put on the record. We were able to gather information from individuals who know that this happened. This is a thing that... Um, So, individuals who know that this happened, they were read in, there are documents, there are texts, there are emails. How did they get them? Where did they come from? He's not done. Cut 11, go. Well, our sources uh, who have been fully read into this. So let's stop, let's stop. So there he doesn't say, I read that I have documents, that I have evidence. Our sources start at the top. You've got to listen very carefully to this stuff. Cut 11, go. Well, our sources uh, who have been fully read into this investigation tell us that there were at least 10 face-to-face meetings between... Now, what sources um, would be fully read into this investigation but the investigators themselves? Who else would need to be read into the investigation? Nobody. Now, our sources tell us there were at least 10 face-to-face meetings between the president and his personal attorney. And ultimately, uh, you would have to rely on Cohen. Go ahead. And his personal attorney for sort of granular updates about the, the, the state of the project. Um, it's, it's our... Our sources are telling us that uh, Mr. President not only knew... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. The issue is whether he was told to lie to Congress. Told to lie to Congress. 
What, what is this Mickey Mouse investigation? What are these Mickey Mouse news reports trying to play gotcha and trying to remove a president of the United States? It's just so disgusting. It's so disgusting. Go ahead. Ms. Cohen was uh, attempting to set up a, a meeting overseas with um, the Russian president. So he's attempting to set up a meeting with the Russian president. Did he set it up? No. Was there a meeting? No. Is this a story? Well, if it's a story, go ahead. He was actively encouraging it, which is also tell us that um, both Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump Jr. were again read into um, uh, details of this project. And they were read encouraged. into details of the project. Who talks like this? That they were read into details of the project. They're part of a company. Maybe they knew what was being proposed or not being proposed. Who cares? Go ahead. Going to, to, to move it forward. I think it's instructive um, uh, to, to look at our, our initial Trump Tower Moscow story, which I believe... Why? Why is it instructive to look at that? Go ahead. Uh, no one was able to match it, and it took about six months for the special counsel to affirm it. Um, so we, we're operating um, with a base of knowledge here that uh, is, is sound. Uh, I can't say when the special Yeah, like the dossier. I remember how sound that was, too. Wound up in a federal FISA court. Apparently, FISA judges have no respect for the process because none of them have hold evidentiary or or subsequent contempt hearings. They don't want to get to the bottom of how the nation was was fooled. And, of course, they look like fools, too. No, we're not going to do that. Even though the dossier was a bunch of crap, even though... Uh, people like Andrew Weissman were warned that it was a bunch of crap. No, no, no. Now we've got the president, don't you know? Go ahead. Whether Congress, whether other investigators will match. But this is, this is the sourcing here is, is rock solid. Uh, and we've been able to verify this uh, in other ways. Oh, very good. Have you seen the documents? No. Sacco says, well, yes, says Van Setti. And if the story's true, well, I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. One hundred and seventy-five years. That's how long Hillsdale College has been around. As we start a new year, Hillsdale's entering its hundred and seventy-fifth year, but in all of that time, it still holds the same principles since eighteen forty-four. The college was founded to teach students to seek truth, to recognize what is beautiful and to hold up what is good. Most colleges have lost their way and are now in the grip of political correctness. They reject the idea of objective truth and peddle moral and cultural relativism. Not Hillsdale College. Hillsdale continues to provide sound learning essential to preserving civil and religious liberty. Hillsdale is my favorite college because it has stayed true to that mission and extends it nationwide on behalf of Liberty. From its free online courses to its free speech digest and primus, from training leaders at their Kirby Center in Washington, D.C., to helping establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide, Hillsdale is educating Americans to restore our freedom. Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. This is Hillsdale College. Please visit hillsdale.edu to learn more. That's hillsdale.edu. Now, something very interesting I want to remind you about. Trump was in the building business. Trump was in the hotel business. He's in the resort business. 
Hilton, Marriott, Weston, Four Seasons. You know what's interesting? They all have hotels in Moscow, Mr. Producer. They're all traitors, you see. Trump still doesn't have a hotel in Moscow. And here we are. We have documents that indicate that, uh, you know, that they wanted to have a hotel in uh, Moscow. We've got documents. We've got texts. We've got emails. We've got all kinds of stuff. Now, if it's a story, well, let's leave it to the Democrat crazy caucus. Cut 12. Go. This is extremely serious. This is an impeachable offense. But this is obstruction of justice. If these facts are true, uh, this is suborning perjury. I think there's no question it's an impeachable offense. It has also in the past been impeachable. That is considered an impeachable offense by many. In fact, by, what, by, by, by the way, by the way, most of these are reporters and anchors. They can't wait. They're sitting on the edge of their chair. They're pushing the Democrats. The Democrats are pushing the media. Got a real circle, you know what, going on here. Go ahead. Drove Richard Nixon out of office. If it were to be true, it means the president told someone to lie under oath, which very simply is a crime and is impeachable. Ties him directly to the very same offense for which the House of Representatives moved to impeach Richard Nixon. And two decades later, Bill Clinton. We're deep in the realm now of uh, credibly impeachable offenses. We're going to know if the president of the United States committed a federal felony, and at that point we are in high crimes and misdemeanor, and we are in impeachment territory. An awful lot of similarities between a couple of the articles of impeachment against Nixon and the elements of this story. In 1974, the first Ooh, article shit, of impeachment there she goes. against President Richard Nixon. Absolutely, these are impeachable offenses. That to certainly rise to the level of uh, yes, rises yes. to the level of impeachable offense. Yeah. Then we are likely on our way to possible impeachment proceedings because this this is black and white. These people are grotesque. If the story's true, but we're headed towards impeachment, ladies and gentlemen. They've been talking about impeachment before this president was elected. We've demonstrated that before. They've been talking about impeaching the man before he was even an official candidate for president of the United States. Well, look, if he runs, we may have to impeach him, you know. I'm not kidding. I went back and looked. It's incredible. By the way, I wanted to tell you something else. My, my beautiful wife enters the room. Um, we've made it easy for you to subscribe for free, absolutely free, and to download the Mark Levin Show podcast on all your favorite platforms. We can use iTunes, Google Music, or any other podcast reader. Now, to find out how to do it, we've made it very easy. Just go to MarkLevinShow.com, MarkLevinShow.com, and search for the keyword podcast in the upper left corner of the page. And you can always listen to the podcast on the Mark Levin Show app. So go to MarkLevinShow.com, enter keyword podcast in the search, look at the upper left-hand corner, and you can always listen to us. No fee. It's free. Broadcasting from the underground command post, deep 
in the bowels of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. So Nancy Pelosi felt that her life was in danger uh, when the president announced that uh, they would be taking or could take commercial flights. I'd say a little dramatic, wouldn't you, ladies and gentlemen? Let's go with cut three. This is Nancy Pelosi, a.k.a. Nancy Baloney. Go ahead. So then we was that for that, but we had to... Wait, 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 wait a minute. What was that? Let's start at the top, please. I catch these things. So then we was that for that, but What did she had... just do there? Blah? Mr. Producer, did you hear that? Okay, the dentures. All right, let's go prerogative to travel commercially and we made plans to do that until the administration then leaked that we were traveling commercially and that endangers whoa 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 whoa, whoa. so you traveling commercially endangers you like nobody would have seen or known now it's amazing to me ladies and gentlemen we have an open border we have people who come into this country some of whom are criminals some of whom have been deported before Some of whom are coyotes, kidnappers, drug dealers, drug carriers. And we have a security problem for our country. But for Nancy Pelosi, who has walls around her properties, she's concerned that their security was in danger. Now, isn't that nice? Now, when they're in the Capitol building, they have Wonderful, wonderful Capitol Police. These are police officers. I love these guys and gals. They're always very nice to me also when I walk in there, which is very rare. They've got metal barriers. They've got crime tape. They've got everything else to keep, you know, the riffraff, you and me, away. They have metal detectors. Once you get through all that, and I don't blame them. World's a dangerous place. But why do they get all that? And why is she worried about her security but not worried about ours? And not worried about ours. We just had a massive breach on our southern border near Yuma, Arizona, where they dug under a a fence or a wall. It's a fence that wasn't really up to snuff. Thousands is my understanding. Hundreds, maybe thousands. And they all claimed asylum, and the vast majority will now be released into the United States. We don't know who they are. We don't know anything about them. This is what must stop. It has to stop. And these members of Congress are getting kookier, nuttier by the day. In fact, I asked myself, and I posted it on my social sites, how many anti-Semites now are in the Democrat Party? There's too many to count. We don't even know how many of their surrogates or affiliated organizations are filled with anti-Semites. We don't know. There's too many to count. How many of these people wind up on CNN and MSNBC? We don't know. There's too many to count. And I will continue to lead this charge against the growing anti-Semitism in the Democrat Party and, quite frankly, in the media. 
And now that I've been leading this charge, you can see there's more and more about it out there, and that's very, very important. Very important. But anyway, she's not worried about your security. <laughs> it's manufactured on the border. <laughs> Start at the top, please. Cut three. Go. So then we that for that, but Blech. we had the prerogative to travel commercially. And we made plans to do that until the administration then leaked that we were traveling commercially. And that endangers. We weren't going to go because we had a report from Afghanistan that the president um, outing our trip had made the... No, you're so full of crap you can't even speak in complete sentences. Go ahead. Much more dangerous because it's just a signal to the bad actors that we're coming. Never, oh, the, never. I see the bad actors. I see the bad actors. What about the bad actors coming into our country? That's manufactured. <laughs> Go ahead. You never uh, give advance notice of going into a... So a hundred of these uh, schlubs... With about 10 suitcases each. Did you see that? With about 10 suitcases each. They're getting on buses. They get on commercial planes. Nobody would know. Not any of the intelligence services for our enemies. No, no. Nobody would know anything. Nobody would know. They wouldn't be seen. What are they going in camouflage or something? I have an idea. We'll pretend we're members of Congress. Go ahead. Never do. Perhaps the president's inexperience didn't have You know, to your understand. little snarky ass comments are really pathetic. And is your voice getting lower over the years, Mr. Producer? Have you noticed that? And uh, perhaps the president's inexperience. Go ahead, please. The people around him, though, should have known that because that's very dangerous. Yes, yeah, very dangerous. Can't have a State of the Union address. Very dangerous. But off we go to Puerto Rico, off we go to Hawaii, off we go to Afghanistan and Egypt and uh, where else? Brussels, oh yes, or Belgium or one of them. But everything else is very dangerous. But she wasn't done. A intrepid reporter had a very fascinating question. Cut four, Mr. Producer. You're essentially accusing the President of the United States of endangering the lives of members of Congress I'm and American saying, troops? Just, That's no, extraordinary. No, I'm just saying what the State Department reported to us. Yes, so yes. I'm just saying what the State Department reported to us. That these, uh, and this is a fact. This isn't even an opinion. Anytime anyone puts a bright light on the presence. Nancy, Nancy, settle down, Nancy. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You sound very paranoid. You've had uh, personal protection for decades as the leader of the Democrats, one-time speaker, two-time speaker. You've had bodyguards. You've had drivers. You've got military-like protection around the Capitol. You've got all kinds of walls around your homes, non-union labor. You'll be okay, Nancy. We'll take care of you, Nancy. Don't worry. Meanwhile, on the border, even inside the interior of the United States, our police officers say we're having a problem with MS-13 and these gangs coming in here. Our border patrol says we're overwhelmed. ICE says we have these sanctuary cities and states 
that won't turn over these uh, these uh, criminals who've served time in local and state prisons, and uh, we need to deport them. Meantime, that has become the Democrat constituency, apparently. Open borders are fine. Just protect us. Protect the Capitol building. So a commercial flight. President said we could take <laughs> commercial flight. He endangered us. Such an idiot. Here is uh, Mark Warner. Now, the people of Virginia, you see, Mark Warner realizes that Virginia's turned blue. They succeeded in turning Virginia blue. And it happened fast. So Warner now has come out of the closet as the leftist that he is. Let's listen to Mark Warner. Mark Warner, cut five, go. If someone had revealed about the president's trip beforehand... Notice how he speaks staccato. Very daunting. If somehow had president had revealed the trip beforehand, go ahead. Around Christmas, when he went to the war zone, if someone had revealed that before him, that would have been a violation of law, policy, and procedure. Oh. And I don't know why what the president may have done today isn't that same kind of violation. May I ask you a question, Dip? Oh, I almost cursed, Mr. Protector. You know, I, I said dip and I caught myself. Uh, may I ask you a question, Senator? Why do you hate Donald Trump so much? To the point where you embarrass yourself, you humiliate yourself, you sound so stupid. Day in and day out. Why do you hate him so much? It's unbelievable. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I look at this Michael Cohen guy who spent years as a lapdog, really not practicing law. Most of the crimes that he has pled guilty to have nothing whatsoever to do with Donald Trump. Are you aware of that? They had him plead to a couple of these campaign violations because they think they're clever. And I've explained that ad nauseum. But the vast majority of crimes that he pled to involve him lying about getting loans, not paying income taxes, and lying about securing uh, taxi medallions. He also pled guilty to lying to Congress. So he's a liar, and he's been lying his entire life. Then he flips and says, you know, finally I've decided to break away from Donald Trump. Now, apparently his father's a huge liberal Democrat, most of his family. Finally, I've broken away from Donald Trump. This guy's been feeding at the Trump trough. Yesterday, there was a headline everywhere where he was fixing polls. Then we had the lawyers, well, that's a campaign violation. But in the same article that was posted on websites all over the place with big headlines, talked about him doing something like that for another commercial enterprise. Well, that suggests as a matter of basic logic and reasoning that it wasn't Trump asking him to do this. It was Michael Cohen looking for another angle to make a few bucks as a hustler. Just a little coincidental that 
It's with the Trump campaign or Trump world and this other commercial enterprise. It doesn't work that way. Now we have this story from so-called reporters who hate Trump. They just hate him. And with the constant other media, if it's true, if it's true line. Because there's no verification anywhere. Well, he says he has uh, texts and emails and everything. You know, they were read into this and they were read in. Okay, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. But if they're right, as I said earlier, that means information is coming out of Mueller's office and they should all be investigated. They should get the lie detector treatment. There's no reason not to. Particularly now that we know even more about Weissman. Weissman. Andrew Weissman. And um, his involvement in promoting the FISA warrant, even though he knew, among others, that the dossier was funded by the Hillary campaign, which he supported, and the DNC. He's a Democrat. He was at the Hillary victory. Victory, what was a victory event? Very disappointed, so he's going he's gonna to help take out Trump, you see. And Mark Warner here. You know, uh, you know, he revealed the president's trip beforehand. You know, the president, uh, he may have committed a crime. Oh, the president's always committing crimes. It's amazing. He obstructed justice when he fired Comey, crime. When he yanked back the congressional delegation for their massive junket and said, you know, they can go commercial, he committed a crime. If this story in BuzzFeed's true, he committed a crime. You know, Michael Cohen pled guilty to these campaign violations. Trump committed a crime. What the hell's going on around here? Let's say he built the damn hotel in Moscow. There's all kinds of hotels in Moscow. He's a developer. Yeah, you know. He said he didn't do this, he didn't build it, he didn't whatever. Let's take a few calls. Let's go to Moses. I always want to go to Moses. North Bergen, New Jersey, the great WABC. Go. How you doing, Mike? It's great to talk to you. You too. Thank you. And by the way, my Hebrew name is Moshe. You know that? All right. I do now. That's awesome. There you go. <laughs> yep, but I just wanted to make um just two two points, and this is me just looking at it. I, I I'm a former Marine, and I also used to work at um Homeland Security. I used to wow, work at TSA actually. Good so for now, you. going looking at it from like a thousand foot, like you know, like view. Yeah. Like there's two points. You know, um, one I want to make about the shutdown. You know, a, a, a quick way for Republicans as a whole, because Republicans right. are horrible, horrible at messaging. Mm-hmm. You know, and the other thing I want to say also is just like how alarmed I am about the about the FBI right now and about law enforcement. Well, we probably have justice. two or three minutes, so go for it. Okay, you know, but with this with this two tier justice system, mm-hmm. it's just it, it's it's insane. Like what all people need to do is just look at the information that's out there already, and not what the media is parroting. Because the media, like you said before, and I agree a hundred percent, they've now become. Like the opposition party, like you know, they are propag- they are literally propaganda, and they're the never Trumpers. I- yep, the same way ISIS recruits their people over there in Iraq. It's almost the same exact thing. It's insane. And one thing that these commentators that are conservative, you know, so you know, you know, let me just say that I've always wondered if Jim Acosta was part of ISIS. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, Mark, the one thing that people need trust to me, I'll be attacked for that. Like I care. Anyway, go ahead. 
<laughs> you know, but these Republicans that go on to these shows like CNN or like you know, MSNBC, they need to understand they cannot be gentlemen. They are dealing with a hostile press, and they need to go in there prepared to challenge them, not just kowtow to them and their questioning. Because their line of questioning is ridiculous. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm a big watcher of congressional hearings, and every time I see the reporting on it, I'm being lied to because the interpretation I took away from the whole hearing is not what's being reported. I think mm-hmm. that's insane. All right. What else you got? You know, and, and another thing about the, the shutdown, I know one effective way to, for President Trump to deliver his messaging, he should have a televised town hall that the media cannot suppress. A televised town hall, and he, he needs to take himself out of the equation have his Border Patrol sector chiefs, his commissioner for the CBP, his ICE director, have them deliver the facts and step-by-step dismantle every single talking point that the Democrats are putting out there. By the way, you know what's interesting? The president is going to meet again with Kim Jong-un. Have you seen this today? Yep, I saw that. So the genocidal, mass-murdering, inbred, the Stalinist in North Korea is willing to sit down with the president to talk about nukes. But the progressive left-wing kook Nancy Pelosi from Sanctuary City, she's not. So the, the fascist mass-murdering dictator of North Korea is willing to negotiate, but the progressive radical nutjob from San Francisco is not. That's very interesting to me. Is it to you? That's insane. Mm-hmm. So the president's more able to meet with this guy in North Korea who wants to meet with him than Pelosi's willing to meet with the president of the United States. The same Pelosi who went over to Syria and met with that mass-murdering dictator, his father, uh, some years ago. It's incredible to me. If it was up to me, lawmakers, they should forfeit their paychecks and be banned from leaving Washington if the government's ever shut down. So in other words, that perimeter that they have secured... They should be forced to live within it. I like that idea. Sort of a mini Berlin Wall. All right, Moses, thanks for your call. We'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. We never shut down because this show is essential. Call into the Mark Levin Show at 877-381-3811. You notice these Democrats who run, they move harder and harder to the left, and they always have to apologize. I didn't mean what I said three weeks ago. I really didn't. I'm all for the LGBTQ community. 
Meanwhile, that Lindsey Graham, I'll tell you what, little light in the loafers, don't you think? It's disgusting. And leave Lindsey Graham alone. You can criticize him for a lot of things. But otherwise, leave him alone. These Democrats are really pathetic. Anything works. The ends justify the means. That's their attitude. That's their attitude. So here's a timely statistic. Almost half of us make a New Year's resolution every year, and most of us have probably broken them. Happens to the best of us. But there's one resolution worth sticking to this year. Keeping your family and your home safe. Simply Safe Home Security is making that easier with 24-7 home security, no contracts, no catches, ever. They believe the safest place on earth should be your own home. So you feel protected every time you shut your door and leave for work or shut your eyes and go to sleep. More than 3 million people already feel this way thanks to Simply Safe, And they're not the only ones. The folks at PC Magazine named Simply Safe both Editor's Choice and Reader's Choice for 2018. So now's a good time to ask yourself, is my home as safe as it could be? And if you think, well, this is the year to fix that, then yes, go to simplysafemark.com to get started. That's simplysafemark.com to protect your family and your home. Simplysafemark.com. It's not your typical security system, ladies and gentlemen. It's cutting edge. You set it up yourself. You can do it in about 20, 30 minutes tops. You decide what you want to put where. There's no drilling. There's no wires. None of that stuff. And it really is foolproof. That's simplysafemark.com, simplysafemark.com. Do you have it, Mark? Yes, we do. All right. Jimmy, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC. Go. Hello, Mr. Levin. Yes, sir. God bless you. Thank you for informing the American people. And happy New Year to you. And to you, my friend. Yes, I am a truck for 32 years, and I have to say just two or three things. I'll do it real as quick as I can. All right. The shutdown. I lost my business, my job during the Obama days. Yeah. Nobody gave me anything. No. And the people who are out of work right now and need work, this might be a little longer than expected. You get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you wash your face and hands, you put your shoes on, and you go look for work, like mm. all the other American people do. I, listen, I don't disagree. That's what I had to do when I lost my job years ago. Okay. That's what I say. Number two. This uh, government shutdown and uh, the border wall with these Democrats, they're rats, okay? This is for the American people out there. It's right in the word, Democrats. They are the biggest biggest, weapon. All right, careful, careful now. This is the biggest form of danger to the American people are these people. Okay. Let, me, let me tell you something, Jimmy. Let me tell you something. What areas do you drive in? Do you drive all over the country? Do you drive a few states? What do you do? Well, I drive all over the country. Right now, I'm coming out of West Virginia into, into Maryland to PA. Well, you know, the weather's going to start changing a little while. You better be careful. That's fine. I'm not worried about that. Americans don't worry about the weather. 
You know what? <laughs> you know what? I worry about other people driving when I'm driving. Uh, a couple months ago when I was driving from uh, North Jersey back to Virginia, I went through a back way, and apparently it's the way truckers go. There were one 18-wheeler one after another, after another, after another, after another. And I pulled over, went to a Burger King, and um, just the nicest guys. A couple of them even came up to me. Just the nicest guys in the world. So yeah. I, I want to thank you. I think we have a lot of truckers who listen to this program. Listen, you got listen. I, this is for our president, Mr. Trump. God bless you. We thank you for all you do. And I don't think you get enough credit and enough support. But listen, sir, the American people are behind you on this, okay? Because now you just took the mask and the blankets and the covers off the Democrats. They mm-hmm. think they're smart, Pelosi and Schumer. They're two of the dumbest people I've ever seen. All right, my friend, I appreciate it. Looks like there's breaking news. Mueller debunks the BuzzFeed story. You want to see if you can find that, Mr. Producer? Yeah, well, maybe they got a little nervous because I felt that a uh, leak investigation should occur in the Mueller office. But let's make sure I'm seeing headlines on the TV screen and I got to make sure this stuff's accurate. So if it's a story, Mueller debunks the BuzzFeed story. We'll see. And I, I would argue that part of the reason, and they never do that, they allow these rumors to go on and on, is because I have been demanding from the Department of Justice that they go ahead and give lie detector tests to Mr. Mueller and his staff to find out because if they're documents, if there's texts, if there's emails, if they're being read into this one and the other one, that means it's coming from Mueller's office. It can't be coming from any other place. The media ran with this all day long. All day long. So we'll see what Mr. Mueller's office had to say. Mr. Producers, look, I'm on the air during the break. I'll look as well. Larry, Evansville, Indiana. The home of our great vice president, Indiana, Mike Pence, WGBF. Go. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Mark. You got it. Um, yeah, I'm retired Air Force. I think. Uh, Thank I you. Think we. Uh, well, you're welcome. It was a privilege and an honor to serve. Um, I think, uh, on a lighter side, I think Nancy's just upset because the commercial airliners are really not uh, trained in those military spiral down uh, landings in Bel- for Belgium, but. Uh, I, uh, I remember in 2008, uh, 2008 yeah. matter of fact, when she flew from D.C. through Tel Aviv to yeah. Baghdad. And um, it's, it's, it's already been reported and everything, but I, I worked maintenance on aircraft. And uh, she had a 12 different kinds of hard liquor plus beer and wine on that plane. Oh, know, my Lord. Reported. Yeah, now that's, that's on a military aircraft. Military aircraft, as I recall from all my years in the service, were permitted were not permitted to serve alcohol. Two, um, we paid for the alcohol. So I want to know where it went. Do you think she's a lush? Is that what you're trying to say? No, she doesn't drink. She doesn't drink. But her uh, cadre of uh, probably NBC, CBS, C, uh, CNN, all the reporters, and, and, and maybe her kids. I don't know. She's flown her kids on military aircraft between D.C. and uh, San Francisco many times. Matter of fact... In a two-year period, she racked up over $2 million worth of travel costs. Holy moly. And that was uh, 2009 to 2010, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, or she only reimbursed somewhere, you know, at the most $400 per flight. And uh, <clears throat> that uh, military aircraft, depending on the aircraft you fly, 
will cost maintenance and every all costs incurred from maintenance on up five thousand to twenty thousand dollars. But here's hour. the thing: one hundred of them—that's got to be more than one military aircraft. Excuse me. A hundred members of Congress were going oh, yeah, on this thing. Sure. That's, I mean, that's more than one plane. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. One hundred members? No, 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 no. Um, she racked up. She racked no, up. No, 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 not her. I'm saying this last trip. One hundred of them. Were, were there hundred? I don't know. I don't know how many. Were yeah, they had red buses all set to take them. Well, sure, and and, and who you know? I don't know how they got down to, to uh, Puerto Rico. But I wonder how many taxpayers' dollars went to buy their liquor and everything down there too. So uh, these are these are also things that go hand in hand with your wanting the uh, the ten years of tax returns. I want to know how much of my and your and everybody else's tax dollars went to buy alcohol, the different forms of alcohol, <clears throat> and traveling between you know in her case D.C. and D.C. and uh, uh, San Francisco, flying her kids. All right, my friend. What what what? What'd you say about the kids? They're flying too. Well, they would. They they have in the past flown from D.C. to San Francisco. She's flown them unaccompanied on a military aircraft with her not even on it. You know, if we had a real media, they'd start digging into her too because she makes all these demands for investigations and so forth. Uh, but uh, she never points a finger at herself, of course. Thank you for your call, my friend. Am I able to take an early break, Mister Producer, without screwing up all of our affiliates so I can get on? All right. We'll be right back, so hang in. Mark Lovin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as I predicted, it's so simple. The uh, special counsel's office has done something it rarely does. It issued a formal statement. Quote, BuzzFeed's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office regarding Michael Cohen's congressional testimony are not accurate. Hello, BuzzFeed's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office Regarding Michael Cohen's congressional testimony, you're not accurate. Now, I'm glad you uh, boys and girls over at Mueller's office have been monitoring this program because you didn't issue that statement at 2 o'clock. You didn't issue that statement at 3 o'clock. You issued that statement at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time when I've been pounding you for leaks and demanding that the Department of Justice conduct a leak investigation of you. And you know damn well what the standard is, as do I. And now, now, only now, after five and a half hours of this crap, morning, all day long, by CNN and MSNBC and other cable shows that should be embarrassed, now only now, Friday evening, do you release this statement. But what does it show you? I want you to listen again, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to listen to this montage about if it's true, Trump will be impeached. And half of the voices you hear are from so-called journalists. Go. 
This is extremely serious. This is an impeachable offense. But this is obstruction of justice. If these facts are true, uh, this is suborning perjury. I think there's no question it's an impeachable offense. It has also in the past been impeachable. That is considered an impeachable offense by many. In fact, it's what it's one of the things that drove Richard Nixon out of office. If it were to be true, it means the president told someone to lie under oath, which very simply is a crime and is impeachable. Ties him directly to the very same offense for which the House of Representatives moved to impeach Richard Nixon and two decades later, Bill Clinton. We're deep in the realm now of uh, credibly impeachable offenses. We're going to know if the president of the United States committed a federal felony and at that point we are in high crimes and misdemeanor and we are in impeachment. There are an awful lot of similarities between a couple of the articles of impeachment against Nixon and the elements of this story. In 1974, the first article of impeachment against President Richard Nixon. Absolutely, these are impeachable offenses. That to certainly rise to the level of uh, rises to the level of impeachable offense. Then we are likely on our way to possible impeachment proceedings because this this is black and white. This is how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Push impeachment. Now, while you are engaged, while you pay attention, half the country's filled with the nunniks. They believe everything they hear and see. They want it to be true over at CNN. They want it to be true over at MSNBC. They want a constitutional confrontation there. It is a, I don't know how many more times I can say disgrace. But it is. It's exactly that. Now, I want you to listen to these two frauds who are on CNN and MSNBC today. Anthony Cormier, BuzzFeed reporter. Cut eight, go. I know that in the the report you say that you have spoken, you have two law enforcement sources who tell you that they have seen evidence, texts, emails, a cache of other documents, maybe transcripts with other witnesses in Trump organization that Donald Trump pressured Michael Cohen to lie. He suborned perjury. Have you seen any of that other corroborating evidence? No, I've not seen it personally, but the folks that we've talked to, the two officials that we've spoken to are uh, fully 100% read in uh, to that aspect of the special counsel's investigation. Cut nine, go. Your colleague, uh, who you wrote the story with, says that neither of you, when you talk about those documents, that you guys haven't actually seen them. You haven't seen the documents, the texts, the emails, et cetera. So how confident are you that they actually exist, that this is true? I don't think that we've said that we haven't seen them. Uh, but I will say that I'm very confident well, uh, that they Your exist. colleague said on CNN this morning that you were briefed on these documents by those law enforcement sources that you referenced. Can you clarify for me sort of where, what the status is of that? Sure. We over the course of um, a year, we've we've reported pretty extensively yeah. uh, on the Trump Moscow project, uh, and we have been. We, we I, I'll just say that we we've, we've seen documents, we've been briefed on documents. We're, we're very confident uh, in our reporting. Cut ten. Go. So, how can you be certain today? Uh, I am rock solid. My sourcing on this goes beyond the two that are on the record. This 100% happened. I am the individual who confirmed and verified that it happened. I am, I, I am telling you that our sourcing goes beyond the two that I was able to put on the record. We were able to gather information from individuals who know that this happened. This is a thing that um, it could happen. CNN and MSNBC and others embrace this, even though they know this BuzzFeed was the source of the dossier, too. How much time do I have, Rich? 
What? Cut 12. One more time. Go. This is extremely serious. This is an impeachable offense. But this is obstruction of justice. If these facts are true, uh, this is suborning perjury. I think there's no question it's an impeachable offense. It has also in the past been impeachable. That is considered an impeachable offense by many. In fact, it's what it's one of the things that drove Richard Nixon out of office. If it were to be true, it means the president told someone to lie under oath, which very simply is a crime and is impeachable. Ties him directly to the very same offense for which the House of Representatives moved to impeach Richard Nixon. And two decades later, Bill Clinton. We're deep in the realm now of uh, credibly impeachable offenses. We're going to know if the president of the United States committed a federal felony. And at that point, we are in high crimes and misdemeanor and we are in impeachment territory. There are an awful lot of similarities between a couple of the articles of impeachment against Nixon and the elements of this story. In 1974, the first article of impeachment against President Richard Nixon. Absolutely, this are impeachable offenses that to certainly rise to the level of uh, that's enough to the level of who planted these stories ladies and gentlemen which so-called law enforcement personnel or was it congressional democrats who planted this story were Mueller's office fearful of a leak investigation because they probably leaked other things put out this statement 30 minutes ago buzzfeed's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office regarding Michael Cohen's congressional testimony are not accurate, a.k.a. they're flat-out lies intended to bring down this president, intended to destroy and smear this president, and the media gives it voice. They had no verification, nothing, (coughs) nothing. And so that, oh, if this story's true, and then they run with it. Since 2 o'clock today, and it took till 7.30, I speak Eastern time hours here, 7.30 tonight, until this damn Mueller's office put out their statement. Now you know why the president calls it fake news. Now you know why the president attacks Mr. Mueller's office. He's under a full-scale coup assault. I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now. 
now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Everybody, Mark Levin here. Our number 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. Listen, you're independent, you're conservative, you're patriots. That's why you listen to this program. And you like what I say and you like the way I do it because I call it as I see it. And if you've been with us the last two hours, you have more information than anybody else in the country. People are going on cable TV now saying, the reason I wasn't sure this was true was because, well, where were they? They were nowhere. They were nowhere. So, I want you to be able to listen to this program no matter what. If we are preempted, if we are taped delayed, or if we run live in your community, but you're not able to pick up the show, you can always get us on our podcast. So I'm trying to get as many and many of you in our audience as possible. I want you to listen to your affiliates. I want you to listen to satellite. I want you to do what you normally do. But I want you to download this so whenever you want, you can listen to the podcast, like tonight's show. You might want to hear it again, or you might want to play it for somebody. Or maybe you only heard 20 minutes of it. So we've made it easy for you to subscribe for free. We charge you nothing. Other shows charge you. We don't. And download the Mark Levin Show podcast on all your favorite platforms. Now, you can use iTunes, Google Music, any other podcast reader over at Apple, any of them. To find out how, this is the key. We set up an entire page for you. Go to MarkLevinShow.com and search for the keyword podcast. It's that simple. You go to my show's website, MarkLevinShow.com. Search for the keyword podcast. It's in, in the upper left corner of the page. And you can always listen to the podcast on the Mark Levin Show app. No fee. It's free. Hey, that's, uh, that's like a Jesse Jackson rhyme there, isn't it, Mr. Badu? No fee. It's free. But I don't get into the Town stuff. That's, that's on him. This is a huge, huge embarrassment. For the media. And don't accept their. Well we said if it's true. No no no. You and the media. You ran with this story. You use that as a. As a fig leaf. If it's true. And then you went right to impeachment. You brought in the usual clowns from Congress. The usual commentators. And you humiliated yourselves. Chuck Todd. You want to know why we don't trust you. You want to know why. Because you don't deserve to be trusted. Because you're propagandist. You don't even get the facts. You're so anxious to destroy the president of the United States. And this isn't the first time. This isn't the first time. These two BuzzFeed reporters, Sacco and Vancetti, these two BuzzFeed reporters were everywhere. And they were all over CNN and they were all over MSNBC. And you heard the anchors. We're in impeachment territory. You heard all the usual clowns. We're in impeachment territory. Robert Mueller's office, the prosecutor's office, had access to documents 
texts, emails, indicating some kind of quote-unquote subversive activity involving Moscow and the building of a hotel there. Immediately the White House said, this is baloney. It's nonsense. But the media didn't want to believe the White House. Instead, they took unverified information, unverified information, anonymous, no attribution, from a failed, repeatedly fake news site called BuzzFeed that's funded by leftists. The same news site, so-called, that brought us the dossier. But the media ran with it. And tomorrow, I'm telling you what they're going to do. Tomorrow they're going to say, we said if it's true. What did I say at the beginning of the show? If you don't know if a story is true, you don't repeat it. Until you can figure out if it's true. Until you can verify it. Watch how fast they lied to you. This went on hour after hour after hour. And the spokesperson for the special counsel in Robert Mueller's office sat on his ass with his mouth closed and never issued a statement. They should have issued this statement they issued about 45 minutes ago now. They should have issued that statement five hours ago. Not on Friday night. Five hours ago. Until they got scared. That at my prodding, my demand that the Department of Justice conduct a leak investigation. Because they met the threshold. If these reporters were accurate, they met the threshold. That leaking investigative information like this is a felony. And the only place this information could have come from, based on how these two clowns were saying it, would be Mueller's office. And every damn one of them would have been given a lie detector test. So I call them out. And next thing you know, they issue the statement. They never issue a statement. BuzzFeed's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office regarding Michael Cohen's congressional testimony are not accurate. Spokesperson for special counsel Robert Mueller's office. Now, stick with me because we're way ahead of the curve. Way. Because I'm experienced in this stuff. I used to work in that department. They issued that statement, ladies and gentlemen, because they didn't want to leak investigation. Not of this information, but period. You want to know why? Because they leak. And when you take a lie detector test, you're not just going to be asked about this story. You're going to be asked if you've ever leaked. You're going to be asked a whole set of questions about your conduct, your communication with reporters or the media generally. They didn't want to turn Mr. Mueller's office into the senior level of the FBI, where they were all leaking. Comey, McCabe, Baker, the whole damn bunch of them. Where do you think all this information comes where they're trashing the president of the United States? There's only a couple places it can come from. I am convinced, based on my own experience in federal law enforcement, I am convinced that Mueller's office did not provide these two clowns with anything. 
but they did not want a leak investigation. They didn't want their prosecutors to be asked under oath and with a lie detector test. Have you ever leaked information? Have you ever spoken to a reporter? When did you speak to a reporter? What was the reporter's name? Have you ever spoken to a news organization? What's the name of the news organization? Well, you see the thing going up and down and up and down. Because they leak. That's why. I'm convinced. So they put out their statement. You know, 175 years, that's how long Hillsdale College has been around. As we start a new year, Hillsdale is entering its 175th year. But in all that time, it still holds the same principles since 1844. Now, the college was founded to teach students to seek truth, recognize what is beautiful, and hold up what is good. Most colleges have lost their way and are now in the grip of political correctness. They reject the idea of objective truth and peddle moral and cultural relativism. Not Hillsdale College. Hillsdale continues to provide sound learning essential to preserving civil and religious liberty. Hillsdale is one of my favorite colleges. Well, it is my favorite college because it has stayed true to that mission and extends it nationwide on behalf of liberty. From its free online courses to its free speech digest in Primus, from training leaders at their Kirby Center in D.C. to helping establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide, Hillsdale is educating Americans to restore our freedom. Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844, this is Hillsdale College. Check them out. Go to levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. Let's do this. Some of my friends are speculating on Fox. They rarely do this. Rarely do this. This was going on all day. Rarely do they did it at this time. It's sad that they don't listen to radio. It really is. These are my friends. It's sad they don't listen to radio. There's a lot of action taking place here on this program, ladies and gentlemen. There really is. I don't just sit here and read the stuff to you. I'll read stuff to you that I think is important, but I don't have a checklist. I've got to hit this story, this story, this story. This. It's got to be meaningful. And today, many of you were glum. If you watched cable TV, you were glum. Even if you watched some of our friends, you were glum. You thought this was Butterfield or John Dean. How could you not? But then I sit down and I look at it. That's what I do with my own noggin. I try to unravel it. Something here doesn't smell right. In fact, nothing here smelled right. And there's the media mob piling on. There's even some of our guys, cautious, saying, well, if it's true, I guess it's a, but they can't prove it. They can't prove it. No, it was bogus. That's why I mocked them, left and right. I mocked these two clowns that wrote this piece. It didn't make any sense to me. But if it was true, as we argued here, you were here, 
that Mr. Mueller's office is leaking. Somebody or some number of people in his office, maybe even him, have committed felonies. And it won't be hard to find out. Because again, in my old days at the Justice Department, this would have certainly triggered and warranted a leak investigation of Mueller's office. Because the only place these texts and these emails and these documents could be housed is in Mueller's office. And we were hitting this for an hour. In fact, our friends at Conservative Review wrote it up and we posted it on our social sites. And then all of a sudden, a little less than an hour ago, the Mueller office does something it never does or rarely does. It issues a statement denying all of it. Now, why would it wait till almost 7.30 p.m. Eastern time to issue a statement when this is going on and on and on for hours today? Because they feared a leak investigation, not because they were involved in this, a phony story, yet another phony story from the media, but because a leak investigation would reveal that some, if not all, of the people in Mueller's office at some point have leaked have spoken to reporters and news outlets, either through straw men like Comey did, or directly. Or directly. And so they didn't want that Pandora's box, or shall I say Mueller's box, open. They didn't want to take lie detector tests. Because one or more of them would fail it. So they put their statement out. That's exactly what happened. And I want to tell my friends on Fox and my enemies on the other stations, this is what took place. You seem perplexed. You shouldn't be perplexed. I know you pretend I don't exist. I know you pretend radio doesn't exist. But this is where it's happening. As they're still yammering to each other. Well, look what they did. And this one, this. And they shouldn't have that. Isn't it interesting? That the people talking now on TV, all over TV, weren't saying any of these things an hour ago, two hours ago, three hours ago, four hours ago. They turn on a dime. And that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is 24-7 news coverage. I'll be honest with you. Where you have fool after fool after fool. Some of them in the anchor seat. Some of them as contributors, some of them as experts, some of them, whatever they are. Fool after fool after fool. And in the case of MSNBC and CNN, they have an agenda. They hate Trump. Now tonight, ladies and gentlemen, they have destroyed their reputations yet again. And we should not let them get away with this. We need to make it abundantly clear This is their Janet Cook story. Here's Janet Cook. Look it up. It's a fake story written by a reporter who, by the way, reported to Bob. uh, Well, no, that Bob Woodward submitted her story to the Pulitzer Committee, and she got a Pulitzer Prize. The problem was it was a complete fairy tale from beginning to end. It was a lie. That's what this is. But for all the media... For all the media that participated in this. And now you know what the President of the United States has to put up with. 
Now you know what his children have to put up with. Now you know what his son-in-law has to put up with. Day in and day out. Their crime is they're related to Trump. Trump's crime is he was elected president. He was elected president. They wanted their third Barack Obama term. They're on a roll, nationalizing health care, open borders, destroying the United States military, trashing law enforcement, using the environment, climate change, to destroy various industries, coal, oil. They're on a roll. And so here we are. And now we have media types running for the hill. Don't buy it. These are phony hacks dressed up as journalists. Camerata. Tapper. And all the rest of them. Shudo. MSNBC. CNN. And... Unfortunately, others, who I shall not name, they were ecstatic. Did you notice? They were excited. It was a frenzy. And it was a lie. And it was a lie. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. And I don't. You've got to use your own head. Use your own reasoning skills. Your own experience. You got to delve into the information on your own. And quite frankly, that's the difference between us and a lot on the left, a lot of these guys on the left. And the Democrats. Impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Atlantic Magazine, even before today, impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Impeach him for what? He hasn't done a damn thing. That's subjected to impeachment. Nothing. I'll be right back. The only show with a warning label for liberals. The Mark Levin Show. Call him now at 877-381-3811. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you that uh, you can sign up for Levin TV and hear my watch my digital TV program at least three times a week. If you enjoy my radio show, you enjoy our Sunday Fox show, you're going to enjoy this a lot. We don't have any commercials. I'll go straight through 45, 50 minutes, which is the equivalent on commercial TV of almost an hour and a half. And I... I address the hot issues, and we take our time, and we get into heavy-duty stuff. And yet, I think it's still entertaining. It's still a lot of fun. And I consider it the biggest town hall meeting of conservatives in the nation. We don't have to agree on everything, but we agree on the fundamentals. And that's the thing about Blaze TV. We have a whole lot of hosts there, I think about 30 now. And they're all terrific, and in their own way, and in their own way, they talk about these fundamental principles. Our buddy Steve Dace, who you're going to hear from in, a, in very shortly. And we have others too. Phil Robertson, Eric Bowling, 
Steve Crowder. I mean, it's a heavyweight list. So I hope you'll join us. And there are many ways to watch multiple, multiple uh, uh, formats and uh, platforms. And the way you do it is just give us a call. We'll tell you all about it. You call us at 844-LEVIN-TV, and we're there. We don't shut down. 844-LEVIN-TV. Or go to our webpage, levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-T. Doesn't even know how to spell my name by now. But anyway, levintv.com. I hope you'll join us. I hope you'll sign up. Some of you have your subscriptions coming up for renewal. Please renew. We want to continue to build our mighty army of patriots who will get actual facts and information, not left-wing propaganda. Well, I mentioned Steve Dace, who I admire a great deal. He's written a new book called Truth Bombs. Steve, how are you? I'm well, Mark. How are you, brother? I'm doing very, very well. This is a fascinating book. One of the things I wanted to discuss with you that's in your book, I hear a lot lately that really uh, conservative principles are nice in theory, but we really have to care about the middle class and working people. And uh, and if we have to uh, deviate from conservative principles, so be it. After all, that's just an abstraction, just theory. And we populists, we actually, you know, we have a better feel for, for what needs to be done. What is your response to that? I think it's a false choice, Mark. Because one of the things I point out early on uh, in the book, Truth Bombs, is conservatism isn't an ideology. And there's some debate whether populism is or not. Maybe sometimes it's an ideology. Maybe sometimes it's frankly just an emotional fervor, sentiment, backlash against uh, the aristocracy or the upper class, sometimes justified historically, sometimes not. But conservatism transcends all those things. It's a it's a timeless enterprise. It's more, you know, I call it in the book an observational science that essentially you are admitting there is a God. I am not he, she or it. uh, And he, she or it has revealed through history what is best for humankind, uh, what is best to conserve, conserve for this and future generations. So conservatism is really an application uh, of, of a set of ideals that really conservatives aren't really responsible for uh, in terms of initiating, but in terms of acknowledging, similar to the language that Thomas Jefferson uses in the Declaration when he talks about self-evident truths. You know, the Declaration is one of the first times in human history that this framework is articulated and laid out as one long hermeneutic, but those truths had been evident within uh, human history long before 1776. So why do you think certain people in the media especially are abandoning it and trying to find out ways to, I guess, to, to popularize it? I don't know what they're doing, actually. I think that, well, there are some economic realities. I, I think there's, there's some concern that it doesn't sell the way that it used to, which is ironic. You know, uh, in the last couple of years, I mean, if you look at the movie Get Out, for example, Mark, that uh, all the progressives celebrated in 2017, the irony is the villain of that movie were white progressives. That movie is about white progressives draining black people of their blackness and using them uh, to co-opt them for their own sinister uh, mechanisms. Um, I mean, it's a movie that if Mark Levin and Steve Ace wrote this script, we couldn't get any Hollywood studio with our names on it to make mm-hmm. it. But that's the movie that Jordan Peele made. And so when you see conservative, I, the ideals that conservatives are trying to conserve, even in the Gillette ad this week, 
You know, they spend the first half of the ad uh, saying all of us are, are bad because we're men. But then in the second half of the ad, they want the men to step up and take a masculine initiative and protect mm-hmm. and defend. In other words, they want us to actually exercise the masculinity. Well, I am. I'm never going to buy a damn thing that they produce. <laughs> But my point is that even they can't help, the the world cannot help but agree that the things you and I want to conserve are good because it's hardwired into us uh, because we all come from the same creator. And I think at some time, maybe we have to make a decision as a movement. Are we an industry or are we a movement? And there's a difference. An industry will go where the prevailing winds go, where the poles go. Uh, but a movement will seek to move those winds. It will seek to move those poles in the direction it thinks the culture needs to go. I'm talking to Steve Dace, author of a terrific brand new book, Truth Bombs. You can go to Mark Levin Show Facebook, Mark Levin Show Twitter. We've linked to it there. You can get it in any major bookstore. It's on Amazon and so forth. It's very much worth reading. This issue of abortion that you address, I don't understand why yeah. we're on defense on this issue. I mean, we have all kinds of laws protecting. There's a great piece in uh, Kennedy Free Press, which is a site I like, talking about how uh, the environmentalists and the left protect, you know, the eggs of certain birds. And if you touch them, you can go to prison for up to one year. And uh, so the bald eagle uh, and so forth have uh, have been now taken off the endangered species list and the golden eagle. And they go on about this. And yet when it comes to humans and human babies and so forth, their tissues, their fetus, their whatever, uh, in order to uh, uh, describe them as something other than human life. Why do you think so many Republicans are afraid to address this? You know, this is one of the more, I think, provocative chapters in the book. And I go back to the history of the pro-life movement and, and its impact upon the Republican Party that, that really Roe v. Wade, for the first time, if you go back prior to Roe v. Wade, Mark, Prior to Roe v. Wade, Catholics, since we had demographic information, Catholics as a voting bloc had only voted Republican one time ever as a majority voting bloc. And evangelicals like me were largely not even a mobilized voting bloc. And if you go back since Roe v. Wade, what you're going to find is no Catholic or no, no, no Republican has won the presidency without winning the Catholic vote, except one. George W. Bush barely lost it by like one point to Gore uh, in the uh, infamous recount election. So one of the one of the hidden gems in Trump's win in 2016 is he dramatically outformed the the pre-election polls amongst Catholic voters. And what what created this change in Catholic voters to the Republican Party was the life issue. It, it is the law. It is the it is the most loyal and largest voting bloc in the GOP. You saw it out there. Uh, just not far from where you're at in Washington, D.C. today with the March for Life. God forbid. Yet, I'm not in Washington, D.C. Oh, I thought you were. I'm in the distant bad, suburbs, bad. but go right ahead. <laughs> I'm outside but, the beltway. But this is a voting bloc that the Republican Party, for various reasons, has consistently betrayed. And, and when you look at the life issue, we can talk about it from a moral issue. We can talk about it from a theological one, that life comes from God. We can talk about it as a scientific issue with the fact that with four-dimensional, three-dimensional technology, we can see in utero better than ever before. But, mm-hmm. but he, let's just remove all of the moral and theological components and look at it practically. What kind of political party hands a half a billion dollars a year of free money to the number one funder of its opposition? Mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood has been the number one sugar daddy, most of you and I's political careers, 
to the Democratic Party and its politicians, and yet Republicans continue to hand them about a half billion dollars in free money every single year. They won't even defund their own sworn political enemies. And so we're left as pro-lifers and conservatives, we're left with an uncomfortable choice that, that either they just are too gutless to take them on or they just agree with them more than they agree with us. Neither one of those options is particularly comforting. All right. Levinites out there, many parts of the country, it's going to be very cold. You won't be traveling. But even if you are, I want you to get this book. You get it tonight, get it over the week, and it'll be lit, delivered in time. You go over to Amazon. You can check it out on my social sites. It's a fascinating book. It's a compelling book. It's a thoughtful book. It's called Truth Bombs by Steve Dace. Now, he won't be treated, you know, like a Bob Woodward or Amarosa or any of that because he's a serious person. So I want you to go out there, check out this book. It's really good. Truth Bombs by Steve Day. Steve, it's really a pleasure to know you, and this is a spectacular book. I really hope my audience picks it up. So take care of yourself. That's very kind. Same to you, Mark. You know I'm an admirer. God bless you, brother. Take care. And you too. Be well. Best to your family too. Folks, I want to remind you that uh, this Sunday is a very, very uh, fascinating show with Kurt Schilling. MVP baseball pitcher, one of the greatest, particularly in post games. Uh, he had the best record in postseason baseball of any pitcher in modern history. But even more than that, he's a fascinating individual. You know, he was pushed out of his job at ESPN. Uh, he's been uh, he's been caricatured and, and, and viciously attacked. But we have a very positive discussion about uh, his views, political, conservative, cultural, his career. And he's very, very fascinating. So I think you'll enjoy it. So don't forget. We'll be right back. Mark I'm laughing at the break. So are Rich and Richie V. And I bet a lot of you are, too. I, I am so blessed to have you in the audience, you Levinites. And I know it every single day. They can't understand why Mueller would do something unprecedented and release this statement. <laughs> because they don't either pay attention to this show or they do and they're too jealous to explain it. But you know that's why you're here. You know, over the coming weeks, you're going to hear me talk about one of the top issues on the mind of Americans, prescription drug prices. And numerous economists and organizations like Americans for Tax Reform have studied this. I have studied this. Here's some facts you need to know before all the propaganda and static starts. American drug companies produce more than half of the world's wonder drugs because they invest about $90 billion every year on research. Think about that. These amazing drugs allow people with painful, chronic conditions to lead more normal lives, quality lives, and it extends their lives. Despite this success, which is truly wondrous, Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar wants to adopt a Bernie Sanders-style plan for drug pricing that mimics how countries with socialist medicine set pricing and limit patient access to cutting-edge medicines. Is that what you want? I don't think so. Their plan will lead to scarcity, as it always does. Fewer choices, and worst of all, fewer life-saving and life-improving breakthroughs. 
instead of fighting to lower prices by making other nations pay their fair share. Secretary Azar wants to tell our companies what they should charge. That never works. Bernie Sanders may like this plan. Oh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi may like this plan, but you shouldn't. I don't. And more than 150 economists and 60 free market organizations, they oppose it because government price controls don't work. Go to TrueHealthCareFacts.com. Just check them out. TrueHealthCareFacts.com. TrueHealthCareFacts.com. And get the facts. One more piece of business. I'm not going to be satisfied to every one of you listening. Downloads access to my podcast. You don't have to listen to it tonight or tomorrow. But one day you'll need it. We made it easy for you to subscribe for free. I want to emphasize free. Uh, And uh, download the Mark Levin Show podcast on all your favorite platforms. So you can listen to all the shows. You can use iTunes, Google Music, or any other podcast reader. To find out how, go to marklevinshow.com right now, that's my website, and search for the keyword podcast in the upper left-hand corner of the page. We just set this up this morning. And you can always listen to the podcast on the Mark Levin Show app. No fee. It's free. That's my Jesse Jackson imitation. No fee. It's free. All right. That's why we're here Sunday, excuse me, Saturday evening, Saturday night. That's why we call this the cleanup show, where things drop in our laps or we affect events. And I couldn't do it without you, the army of Levinites out there who are patriots, who care about your country. And every Friday, in your honor, we play America.
Quick shout out to my mother, Norma Levin, and my mother-in-law, Sylvia Strauss. Why? Because I can, and I love them. That's why. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, ICE, the Border Patrol, all federal law enforcement. Thank you. Good night, Spritey. Good night, Griffey. Good night, Pepsi. Good night, Smokey. And good night, Zelda. Get Al-Qaeda. Get the Taliban. Get ISIS. Get Hezbollah. Get Iran. Get all those bastards. And I'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget Sunday 10th. 10-